thank you for connecting to the media product of LifeGate Church. Pastor Brian Gallardo prays as this product goes out into the nations, that it empowers your faith, stirs your spirit, and pushes you towards your God-given destiny. For more information, please go to www.lifegatekc.org. Ephesians chapter number six, if you're there, say amen. amen. Verse number 11. So put on the full armor of God that you can take your stand, that you can take your stand. We ought to be standing for something and we ought to be standing against something. Take your stand against the devil's schemes and he's scheming, amen? For our struggle that we're in right now is not against flesh and blood. It's not against Democrat, Republican, black or white, rich or poor, but against the rulers and against the authorities and against the powers of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Everyone say this out of your own mouth. Say, there is activity going on all around me that I can't see causing millions to be distracted away from the side of Jesus. But tonight, we're going to bring order in those courts. Father, I pray that you help me to communicate this and preach this the way you gave me. In the precious name of your son, I pray. And the people of God said, amen. Before you're seated, slap your neighbor, high five, and tell them there's got to be order in the courts. Order in the courts. If you go to someone who is on trial and you go to their trial, I was in one back uh, before I became a senior pastor. One of the young people that I led and mentored at the age of 18, he... Uh, uh, at 18 years old, he started using drugs and started using uh, all kinds of narcotics, lost his mind, and ended up murdering his girlfriend. And uh, this young man's mom worked on staff with us. He traveled all around with me as I preached at youth conferences. It was a real crazy, nutty story. And I went to every single uh, court uh, time that they had there to listen to the entire court case. And I can remember because it was the most, one of the most dramatic things I've ever been through as a pastor, as a preacher, as a person, to see one, somebody you love be manipulated and deceived to the point by the enemy that they could do such a barbaric thing. And it crushed my heart and it broke my heart and my spirit for a season. And I can remember going to hear the verdict on that uh, day and me and some of the other young people from the church were there and we were standing in the courthouse and I remember the, the judge telling those in the courthouse because it was on CNN and Fox, you might have heard the story. Um, it was all over the world because this suburbia kid did something so barbaric. You know, those are the kind of stories the news stations look for. Um, and so the judge said, before I uh, read the verdict and after I read the verdict, I would ask that everyone would be quiet and that no disruptions uh, would be uh, in the room or disrupt the atmosphere. And so the whole courtroom was quiet, and he looked over to the head juror and said, have you reached a verdict? And the head juror said, we do, your honor. And he said, what say you? And he said, we, we the jury, uh, we have come to the conclusion that this young man is guilty of murder. And the whole entire courtroom broke out in an emotional, some of them were crying, some of them were angry, some of them were thanking and praising God, some of them were brokenhearted because they loved the young man. And the judge, he grabbed his gavel and he slammed it down. And what did he say? Order, Order in the court. 
It was his responsibility to exercise his authority to bring things into order. There is a real spiritual world that we are in right now with real demonic principalities. These demonic principalities aren't just talking to serial murders. They're talking to church people as well. They talk to church people on Sundays and on Wednesdays and on Mondays and on Tuesdays. If we could bring these lights all the way up in the house, you would definitely help me because I want to see their beautiful faces. Uh, this, these spirits are arresting the minds of our children and coming for our young people. These demons that are in the courts of the air are governing from that position and placing things right in front of our kindergartners, kindergartners right here in the United States of America. These demons are coming for our children. They hate our children. They don't want them to be godly. You say, Pastor, what are you talking about? You're not becoming one of these. Or I've, been, I've been one of these for 25 years. I, I believe that the devil is plaguing our kids and the body of Christ is sleeping in Zion and we just as addicted as the world i want you to see this video that i found because it disturbs me now before they play it i, I got to give you some some background on it there was a drag queen show parade in new york city and and i can't show you the video in its entirety because the perverseness and grotesqueness that's in the video but i want you to hear what they were saying go ahead and play that video What they are saying is we are here, we are queer, and we're coming for your children. We are here, we are queer, and we're coming for your children. I don't know why they can be so loud, but the church is so quiet. I don't know why they can be so perverse, but the church seems to get into agreement with them. There's got to be order. Somebody say order in the court. You see, we're living in a day and time when Disney has made Gonzo a, 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 a non-binary person who can wear trousers and blouses and call himself a princess. We live in a day and time when this agenda is being pushed in elementary schools all across the United States of America where it is commanded and demanded for your children to participate in gray, gay praise parade where they praise gay sex. They're preaching to our kids gender is fluid. They're they're pushing to our kids. Gender is non-binary. I heard a man the other day, I was out shopping and I was at the counter. I said, thank you very much. He says, well, how do you identify as, do, are you a cisgender? I said, excuse me? He said, are you a cisgender male? I said, nope. He said, oh, are you gay? I said, nope. He said, what is your, what is your pronoun? I said, I am a man of God. I'm a man. I'm a male. What? Oh, so you're cisgender male. No, I am a man. He said, so you're cisgender male. I said, I am a man. Man of God. I'm, listen, the Bible said that the coward will not get to heaven. It is time for you as a people of God to stop being a coward. Somebody say order in the court. I'm not even halfway there. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I watched this video the other day, Jeremiah, and a teenage boy went to a doctor and said, I identify as a woman. Would you inject my chest with a chemical that will cause me to lactate? The doctor gave him this chemical and then he gave him another chemical to, to make him feel cramps in his stomach and to bleed out his backside so he can inject a tampon. 
They're coming for our kids. You say, oh my goodness, I never heard of such. Get your head out of the sand. Come on, somebody. They're coming for our kids. And I'm bound and determined as a man of God to come for them too. I'm going to preach Jesus to them. I'm going to tell them right and wrong, heaven or hell, holy and worldly. Somebody say order in the court. Look at your neighbor say it's only going to get worse. This one right here blows my mind. There's a man who became a woman, although he's still a man. With his gray face that he tries to cover up with foundation, he's still a man. He's trying to find a doctor that will take the uterus, ovary, and Philippian tubes of a woman who became a man, put him in his body, so he can have sex with more gay men to get pregnant only to be the first trans, transgender person to have an abortion. I am telling you, there is a demonic principality in the air. And we just aren't doing nothing about it. We go to church, do nothing about it. We, we fight each other, don't do nothing about it. We're lazy, don't do nothing about it. Forget that. For, listen, I love the LGBTQ. I want them to get saved. Let them come by the droves from the north, the south, and east, and west. I'm trying to prove a point that we are lazy in our Christian walk with Jesus. We are lazy in our Christian walk with God. We don't pray. We don't read the Bible. We get, we're fighting over left and right instead of fighting over right and wrong. Order in the court order in the court Michigan just passed a law I've been storing all this up for a month praise God Michigan in June just passed a law the penalty is $10,000 fine and up to five years in prison if you offend somebody and misidentify them with the wrong pronoun yeah 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 Furthermore, they are prohibiting mental health care doctors, and none of them mental doctors, but they're for prohibiting mental health care doctors, uh, to use conversation therapy. What I mean by that is they can no longer in the state of Michigan tell young people not to follow your sexual cravings. If you want to have sex with kids, I can't tell you not to follow that because this law that is passed. It's a demonic realm in the principalities. And it's, it's coming for our children. I'm, I'm telling you, it's coming for your children. I want you to see how crazy this is. Throw this pronoun thing up there. These are the pronouns we're supposed to use. She, him, her, his, her, himself, herself, or these, ems, or this, the self. Can you imagine teaching somebody who's learning English this? C E V T U. My name is Legion. And we have many pronouns. So, Pastor, you mad? I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry, mad. I'm so angry because church people come to church and they're so petty. They don't care about these. They don't care, they don't care about this. They don't care. They, they, they don't care. They want to get fatter in the spirit. We well, shouldn't say they might offend somebody. Fatter in the spirit? We're so spiritually obese we can't move. Let alone walk across the front yard to win somebody to Jesus. 
We live in a time where the word pedophile is starting to be erased. They want to be called maps. Minor attracted people. They're begging to be added to the LGBTQ because after all, they're born that way. Born that way. I, I, I fear our kids going to secular universities and secular schools. I really do. I wish I had the resources to open up a Christian academy. I do. I wish I did. I wish we could open up a Christian school right now and welcome everyone to come. But we don't have the resources to do it. Y'all are quiet, but it's all right. A spokeswoman for the gay community said that's a crazy idea, maps. Morality is subjected, however, this is immoral. (laughs) She said, I'm saying this from a religious standpoint, of course. This is a spokesman for the LGBTQ. Secular sociology class in the Virginia University, a professor got up and said this, minor attraction isn't immoral for adults. Ellen Walker, who was later fired, uh, he said, she call, he calls himself a her, thee, they, them. But he said, he said, minor attraction, minor attraction is better than using the word pedophile because pedophile is, is so stigmatized in our culture. We don't want people to have misconceptions about adults who are attracted to minors. Maps isn't immoral. One cannot help who they were born to be and who they want to have sex with. The act, yes, is abuse, but the desire is healthy. These are teachers in schools in America. I heard an angry elementary school teacher at a board who was mad because parents were rising up because they didn't want her to teach uh, the kids about same sexual, uh, how, how they have sex in the gay community. She was angry. And here's what she said. How can you tell me what I teach my kids in my classroom? Well, here's two points for you, you moron. Number one, elementary teachers shouldn't be teaching kids about sex. And number two, last time I looked, they ain't your kids. They're our kids. I'm Olivia's parent. Ain't no teacher my kids. Order in the court. We got to call these things out of the courts in the realm of the spirit. Somebody say order in the court. They say, oh, you're a religious bigot. You are hateful. You do not express equality. Stand up and say the name of Jesus and see how hateful they are. Stand up and say there's only one name under heaven whereby men can be saved and it's the name of Jesus and see how bigoted they become. Stand up and say there's only one way to heaven and it's by the blood of the Lamb and see how equality they are. Preacher, you're sounding angry at the gay community. I'm not mad at any gay person. They're in sin. I'm not mad at the left or the right. It ain't up to them to change the world. I'm not upset at Obama, Biden, Trump, or the rest of them. 
I just get tired of going to church and doing the same thing. We're so narcissistic at church. My song, my special. How are they making this better for me? Well, this just doesn't make me, un this makes me uncomfortable preacher. Except you repent. You can't even see the kingdom. Jesus. Except a man be born again, he'll never go to heaven. Jesus. The unbeliever won't be there, Jesus. The coward won't be there, Jesus. The homosexual won't be there. Jesus said that in the book of Revelation. You ought to read it. Jesus. There is a way that seems right to a man. But the end are the ways of death. There is a real heaven to gain and a real hell to shun. Come on in this place, somebody. I'm not mad at that community. I'm not mad at the craziness of the world. You see, if, if you would really do your history, it's been this crazy forever. You ever heard of Sodom and Gomorrah? You ever heard of the prophet by the name of Noah? God destroyed the whole earth because of the wickedness. He could only find one family, and it was Noah. And the Bible said he was a preacher of righteousness. So if we're going to do anything, we should get our eyes off of all that and get our eyes on the fact that the church is the problem. It's really quiet. I want it to be. I'm so glad. Look at your neighbor say, he's about to park in your front yard. You're a fool if you're letting media raise your kids. You are a fool if you hand them a phone and ignore them the whole day. You're a fool. You're a fool. You're sending your kid to hell. Come on in here. You are sending your kid to hell and then you come to us and say, I need you to do something about them with an hour on Wednesday night and an hour on Sunday. The devil is a liar. You need to repent, parent. If you're the parent of a kid who has a device and there's not filterization on that device, you are sending your kid straight to hell. If TikTok is indoctrinating your child, YouTube is indoctrinating your child, Instagram is indoctrinating your child, you, parent, are sending them straight to hell. Order in the court. Order in the court. The problem is not the left and the right. Get this junk out of your head. Get it out of your head, you silly, unbiblical Christian. We are not Americans. I am not biracial first. We put our blackness over Bible. We put our whiteness over Bible. We put our Mexican over Bible. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. The problem is us, not DC. We can't even get along. The problem is us, not the Republicans or Democrats. The, the elephant or the, the, I almost said monkey, but donkey. It's not CNN and Fox. It's not our school systems. It's not our local police department, you haters. It's not the black community. It's not the white community. It's not the brown community. It's not the LGBTQ community. It's not Planned Parenthood. It's not abortion. It's not Disney. No, God, it's us. It's my 
first. Seek first. I, listen, I'm tired of it in the church. It's everywhere you go. We're just as racist as the world. Say what you want to. Say what you want to. The church is just as racist as the world. Well, you shouldn't say that. Well, you should go somewhere else. I'm going to be free up in here, Jezebel. We're going to preach the truth here. So tired of manipulating, lying, backslidden, lukewarm, Laodiceans, unbiblical Christians coming to church and telling me what to order in the court. I'm pulling it down. I said I'm pulling it down. I'm pulling it down. Four percent of churchgoers read the Bible on a daily basis. And we think we got the answer. They're so full of us. We can't give the world anything. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost on me tonight. Sometimes I hate this assignment. I've cried to God and said, God, can I do something else? Can I go be a janitor at Eagle's Nest? Can I, can I just, can I be a UPS driver and just love you? He said, no, you can't. You stand up and do what I tell you. We had a lady call the church and she was mad and going off on me. This was several months ago, maybe about six months ago, Chris, mad, angry. Matt, how can you call yourself a Christian and take such a stand? I started just bouncing scriptures out of that phone. The Bible says, 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 how dare you call yourself a Christian and you don't do what the Bible says, you lying. Some of you want to tickle me Elmo preacher and those preachers are long gone. God is raising up some prophets to look this generation in the face and to tell them the truth. You ain't never had a pastor until you've had somebody tell you something you don't want to hear. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's not you. It's me. The American church has muddied her morals. We have stained our standards. We have backpedaled on biblical truth, polluted our purity. We mock Holy Ghost movement. We can't move devils because we don't even let the Holy Ghost move us. We're spiritually numb. We play church. We go regularly to church, but we don't be it. We look like the world. We post like the world. We follow the world. We're racist like the world. We're prejudiced like the world. We're fast to say, oh, they racist. Judgmental bigot is what you are. But you examine your own heart. There's hatred in your heart. That's why you're saying that. You're hateful. You're full of offense in your heart. That's why you're calling everybody else racist because you were hurt. And we know that there's been real racism in our nation. There's been real racism in our country. But what does Jesus say? Jesus said, if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. We're the problem. God help me, Jesus. I was watching a TV show. It wasn't bad. 
And the Holy Spirit, he convicted me. He said, watch, why are you entertaining yourself with the thing I died for? We gossip like the world. We overeat like the world. We are self-indulgent like the world. We're bound like the world. We listen to the same music. If you listen to Beyonce, you need to get delivered in Jesus' name. She thinks she's a God who's married to who she calls Jehovah. You better do your background and get saved. Some of y'all need to get saved. Because if Christ were to return and he's coming, honey, the signs of the times are right now. They've already made computer chips to insert into people's left hand. I was watching right before church that will store all your information. Are you going to take the mark of the beast or serve God? There's a real heaven, a real hell, a real God, and he's coming again. My standard for sexual intercourse is the Bible. And some of you all need to repent from doing it tonight. You ain't married and shacking up having sex. You're on your way to hell. This ain't it. This ain't it. Our kids are going to hell and we're playing church. Yo, we are playing church. Where's the Samson's in our generation that will cry out to God? Give us revival or kill us. We're too busy dealing with petty church people because an usher asked it to move. So tired, worn. I want a move of God for our kids. Well, your focus is kids. So what? In 12 years, we're going to rule the world either for good or bad. We post pictures of ourselves like the world. Get saved. Nobody need to see your body. Get saved. Help me, Jesus. We worship church. We don't worship God. We worship worship. 90% of our songs we sing is vertical, are horizontal. They don't go straight to God. I am, I am, we are. God's been good. It's not you are worthy. How great is our God? You're great, God. I don't care what I'm going through, but you're great. I, I, I know the world's crazy, but I just want you to know you're great. I love you. Let, it, let, the, let the roof of this building collapse. Let a tornado take it off. You're not going to stop me from worshiping God in my room. I'm a worshiper before I'm ever anything else. Before I'm your friend, before I'm a preacher, I follow Jesus 100%. Seek him first and his way. I'm not trying to pl- I am not trying to please you. I will not be a coward. I will not be a tickle me elbow preacher. I'm going to be a prophet in the land. Bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me, bless me. Who are you blessing? We have zero conviction about who we talk about. Tired of being criticized. Some of y'all need to repent and shut your mouth. I'm looking at nobody. I'm looking at my notes. 
Let me tell you something online. Not going to a church and planning is an indication you don't follow Jesus. Now, I'm not saying if you can't leave, you're handicapped, you can't get it. I am saying you are lazy and you don't go to church week in and week out. Your indication is you don't find. How can you love Jesus but not want to be around the bride he's in love with? You can't be around me if you don't want to be in love with my wife too. If you're not nice to my wife and you're dishonorable to my wife, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm almost done because I want to leave with hope too. Y'all hear me? Talking about I just don't want to go to church. You need to get saved. Well, pastor, you didn't go to church. I've been in church more in July than any of y'all combined together. I'm talk- I was in morning and night church. Three and four times a week. Get out of here. You silly spirit. I need a sabbatical. You don't need no sabbatical. Get in there and serve. I didn't say vacation. Y'all got really quiet. It's okay. You must have said it then. I don't know if the shoe fits where. Are you talking to me? Yes. Don't come up to me and say, was you talking about me? If, 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 if it hits you, it hits you. We miss everything else but, house, but the house of God is my philosophy. Because I'm in love with Jesus. Now, if you love with you, self, who you think you are, your image, well, praise God, get saved. His business is number one to me. Well, it's easy for you to say that you're a preacher. Get out of here. I don't want to do this. Me and my flesh, I don't want to do this. Hello, but not my will be done his. You think this is fun? You're out of your mind. The reason why you ain't doing it is because he didn't call you. This is not fun. The repercussions of this message that I'm going to go have to fight in the principalities because demons are listening to me right now. I can make one statement on social media and thousands of people flood my inbox to tell me how much of a heretic I am. Have fun. Do it. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. We're the problem. People leading worship on Sundays. Not here. Well, maybe here. Leading worship on Sundays, but you ain't led yourself to a prayer closet. Are we men and women of God or personal performers? Do we pray? Do we read the Bible? Do we have relationship with God? Do we live holy? Are we living holy? Well, I'm not perfect. I didn't say you got to be perfect. But be holy. God said it as I am holy. Come out from the world and be separate unto me. If you're not living a sanctified life, you're not saved. It's the fruit of being saved. Matthew's gospel tells us you have to show fruit that you've repented. What fruit in your life says you follow Jesus? I go to church. That's not fruit. What are you talking about, preacher? The devil's come to, there's devils here tonight. Some of them are in some of you. I know I'm being very serious. Some of you are demon possessed. I promise you. At the Asbury revival, I went to it. I was there. I talked to some of the people behind closed doors. They said 75% of the people who answered the altar call at our Presbyterian uh, uh, revival start manifesting demons in the back rooms. 75% of them. We slander men of God. We criticize our pastors and our preachers. 
Really, we want their platforms. We critique the Joel Oasteens. Well, he's got a big church. You know the mega church pastors? Close your mouth. I said, close your mouth. Don't be coming up and saying, well, bypass this pastor. Close your mouth and we will ask you to leave. You're not gossiping about churches here. You're not gossiping about preachers here. I don't care who they are, what they, you're not doing it here, period. Period. <laughs> now, I said all that to say this. I believe there's hope. And I believe God is raising up a remnant church. Can I talk to you and preach to you? I believe there are people ready for change who are sick of the madness. I'm sick of the madness. I'm ready to pick a side. Are you, are you left or right? I'm godly. How do you identify God's side? But are you left or right politically? I believe in right and wrong. I can't vote for a man that's pro-abortion. I can't vote for a man that's pro-racism. I can't vote for a woman that's pro-gay marriage. Is not getting my vote because I'm a Christian. If you say that's picking a side, I pick the Bible side. You're quiet in here. See, see, you, you automatically went somewhere. You automatically, well, he must be a Republican or he must be a Democrat. He must be, a, you already went there. No, 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 no. I'm a Christian first. I am on the side of the king first. I'm not involved in a polit political democracy. I'm involved in a monar monarchy of a king in a kingdom. Get out of here. Yes, it's dark. Yes, it's a bad day that we live in. Yes, it's hard. Well, my point number one, here we go. God is in the, is in the business of working with hard things. Everyone say this out of your mouth. Anything is possible if you would just believe. In the book of Mark, the sixth chapter, in the second and third verse, we're going to throw these screens up because I want you to see this. When the Sabbath came, Jesus began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things, they asked. What's the wisdom that has been given him? What are these remarks, miracles that he is performing? Look at verse 3. He is a carpenter. I read that. I thought, in my mind, construction belt. Greg Ponder. Hammer hanging off one, a drill hanging off the other. But if you go look up the word carpenter, it's the word tecton in the Greek. And the word tecton means a master craftsman, a builder of any physical watch hard materials. So I grabbed my Greek lexicon and I dove into the meaning of this word. And it means, to, in the Greek language, it's used in contrast with an iron or a stone worker only. I thought, how does one work with stone? It's immovable. It's, you can't penetrate it. I mean, walk up to the rock and try to penetrate. You're not doing it. Try to punch that wall with your hand. You're doing nothing. But Jesus had the knowledge and the power and the tools 
to work with something that was impossible and hard like your heart. Come on, somebody. Like my heart to soften us to the point he then calls us clay on the potter's wheel. There's a guy in your Bible named Abraham. He's 99 years old. His wife, Sarah, is 80, or yes, 89 years old. The Bible said Abraham was old and wore out. And Sarah was well past the years of childbearing. An angel of the Lord comes to the house. And L-O-R-D capitalized Lord, so it's believed that it was the Son of God was there. And he says, hey, Abraham. It, yes. About this time next year, when your wife is 90 and you'll be 100, she's going to have a baby. Sarah is listening and starts laughing. How dare her laugh at the Lord. If you was 90 and the Lord told you you was going to have a baby, you'd be panic laughing. <laughs> Already gone through that menopause. All that was gone. That didn't work no more. She had been freed. Praise God. I am free. She was free. Abraham told the Lord, the capital L-O-R-D, the Lord, Jehovah. No way. Not happening. It's impossible. This generation's too far gone. It's too dark in the land we're living. Our kids are too bound. I, I mean, I, they, our staff said, you need to get on, tic, on TikTok. So I downloaded TikTok, Samantha. Two seconds, I'm like, this is like perversion. Like, why is this on my phone? On. Well, if you want to reach where they're at, you got to get on there, and I get all that. Yeah. But I don't ever go on there. You just open it up, and it's like poof, 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 all over the place. Verse 13, the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I am old? Is there anything too hard? Is there anything too hard? Can Truman be saved? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can William Christman be one? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can this room be packed out with kids that are getting saved? What are you saying? Saved, healed, and delivered? Is there anything? I wish I could get three people to believe with me in this season. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about believing with me. Really praying with me, seeking God, fasting with me. That Truman High School, can you imagine it breaking out in revival? And that's what CNN and Fox are covering instead of the gay parade in New York where they're screaming, we're queer and we're coming for your children. Can you imagine the day when signs, miracles, and wonders, when Trinity goes to her school and people are getting healed because she's simply just praying for them with faith, believing? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Can you imagine gay young couples coming to our church, their freshmen in high school, and getting rattly rocked by Jesus? Is there anything too hard for the Lord can you imagine crackheads getting delivered heroin addicts getting delivered can you imagine gang bangers laying gang stuff down on the platform is anything too hard for the Lord can you imagine the addicts coming the alcoholics coming the KKK and the 
is anything. Did you just hear what I said? Can you imagine? Well, there's no racism in the black community. You're, you're a lion wonder. I said you're a lion wonder. Can you imagine a racist community in the black community and the KKK getting radically saved and delivered? You, you ain't here. Because you're too much in your feelings. You ain't here. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Nothing. Order in the court. The second thing I want to tell you tonight, help me, Jesus. This generation of church is going to get up. We have to. We don't have a choice. Some of you are not living for the Lord and you're playing games with God. You say, how do you know? Some of you told me and you still ain't repented. Well, what are you waiting for? You like being addicted and bound, having your life all messed up? What's your problem? Give your life to Jesus. Well, would it be easy then? No, it ain't going to be easy. But your house will start to become in kingdom order. And then the, best, the blessing flows. This generation of church is going to get up. I got 26 seconds to preach 20 minutes of material. It's my church. I'll preach if I want to. Number 10. You ain't scaring me. Jezebel must come down. No need to rush out into hell anyway. Pastor Julian's not at home, so I don't, I don't got nothing to do. Number two. This generation will get up. In Mark chapter 5, Jesus just cast 2,000-something demons out of one person. A huge crowd gathered. Now, I've seen people with several demons. That's insane, 2,000 demons. My name is Legion. We are many. And demons come out. Thousands of people show up, Brother Lance. A man named Jarius, he's a religious leader. He comes to Jesus and he says, Lord, my 12-year-old daughter, 12 is the number of government. Daughter, girl, woman, bride. My church is at home dead, sick, anemic, anorexic. Would you please come, Jesus, so she can be well? Jarius leads Jesus to his house. On the way to the house, some people come to Jarius, this leader, and Jesus and say, don't bother, don't pester the Lord. Just be quiet. She's dead. All hope is gone. And Jesus, I believe he kind of looked, you know, at the person. Goes to the house of Jarius. And he does something. The first thing he does, he kicks all the emotion, emotional manipulators out of the house. First thing he did, he kicks all the emotional manipulators out of the house. What you don't know, in this last season, if you would know the names that I've been called, if you would have known how I've been treated over the last year, and I suffered in silence and never said a word, Everything from an abuser 
manipulator to a cult leader. And I shut my mouth as God was cleaning the house. Say what you want to. You could put that online too. cleans house every emotional manipulator that was trying to manipulate Jesus into what his assignment couldn't do you can't do this Jesus you can't heal her you can't help her you can't preach that you can't say that they're all going to leave well go ahead and go then Jesus walks over to the girl watch with the proper authority he takes mom and dad and he reaches down and he grabs her hand The hand represents fivefold ministry. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. I heard a guy say on the internet the other day, he has no people in his church. He just preaches in front of a camera and he calls himself a pastor of a church. He has no building. It's him in his room. That's it. And he said, if your pastor tells you something and you believe God told you something else, you need to get a different pastor. I said, but, but my heart can fool me. When sometimes I think I hear God and I got to go ask my pastor, hey, what do you think about this? You think this is God? And he's like, that was the pizza, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we are living in a generation where the fivefold office gift is no longer reached for. We're Jim Bob to you. We're, hey, brother, what's up, bro? What's up, dude? I'm not your brother. Right. I'm not. You can say what you want. I am not your brother. You're my brother in Christ. No, I'm the fivefold office gift to this house that oversees it. That's who I am. And for the last year, I felt like I've been castrated, but I'm back. Just to let you know. You, you ain't got to stand. You ain't got to amen. You ain't got to clap your hands. But if you ain't going to reach for the authority in your life, deliverance will not come to your house. I'm coming in hot tonight. Jesus said, <laughs> Talitha Kum. Hey, church, little girl, 12-year-old government bride, get up. The girl sits up, starts walking around the house. Jesus goes back to eating his cheeseburger as if nothing happened. That's good. That's good. It may be hard in today, but Jesus is in the business of working with hard things. It may look like we are in the darkest hour in the church, but I have to believe that the church is going to get up. I have to believe it. I have to. I have to believe that LifeGate Church is really going to fall in love with Jesus. Not the church. Come on in here. Not the church. Jesus. If you love the church more than you love God, if you have a better relationship with the church than you do Jesus, that's backwards. You're religious. You're traditional. Oh, God, I hope y'all come back Sunday. <laughs> Pastor, why are you so strong? Why are you coming in so strong? I'm tired. Silent no more. Yes. Yes. I can't do it. 
I just can't do it. I, I can't do it. I'm a strong person. The way for me to work, look at your neighbor and say, your pastor's about to talk to you. If you want the best of what God has for me, you won't frustrate my chemistry. I've been frustrated for like eight months. I've not said one word. I've been quiet. I preach little cute messages. I've, I've, I've done my best to be still. And I felt like my man of Godhood was ripped from me. And on my sabbatical, I said, Lord, what do I do about this? He said, get up and teach it away. I said, but what if they think? He's like, who cares what they think? Get up and teach it away. Well, what if they tie things together? He said, that's on them. That's not what you're doing. Get up and teach it away. Hello, church. We have too many weak people in pulpits. We've got a lot of good guys, a lot of strong guys. you got a strong one. Tonight was probably the strongest prophetic word. There is corn on the floor still. My God, that is so funny. We're going to find corn for years to come. We have to walk in humility with each other. Come on, church. We have to be gracious to each other. If this church is ever going to continue to work good, the level of loyalty and honor needs to be bumped up a little bit. Amen, church. And I'm not even trying to tell you like, I'm, a, I'm not a needy, I'm not needy with that. But honor is the elevator in the kingdom. Honor your clock, get here on time. Amen, church. Come with a good attitude. I'm not talking to, this is a Wednesday night crew, okay? I'm talking to Wednesday night crew, okay? Come with a good attitude. We got to check ourselves. We're coming to be a blessing to somebody. Well, pastor, what do we do in the days when we're weary and we are frustrated and we're struggling? Come get some prayer. Come tell elders before church, I am like so stressed out. I want to be a blessing to those who are coming. I know there's kids who are going to be delivered, but I am stressed out my own self. And he'll say, ah, Jesus. Come on in here, amen. Miss Marby, she was in the hospital yesterday. And here she is today on a Wednesday night. What? She's, she's one of the most honorable people. If you, you should hang around her. She's one of the most honorable people in our church. I promise you, you should, you should, you should hang out with her a little bit. She's incredible. Every time I get around her, I just want to cry. I'm serious. She's been A and D ointment to my wife and I. I, 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 I love LifeGate Church with all my heart. I've given my life for this church. But you got one pastor. You've ever only had one pastor. Well, Pastor Greg is a pastor. He's the discipleship pastor. He ain't your pastor. Well, elder's my elder. He ain't your pastor. Pookie and him ain't your pastor. Hello, church. 
Being loyal to someone means you can't be loyal to Pookie and them. When I handle things at our church, I go to mentorship. I have some of the greatest leaders in the world that I get around. I'm telling you the truth. Bishop Godby is one of the most brilliant people on the planet. I mean, on the planet. He'll be with us next month. One of the most brilliant people on the planet. I go to him. What should I do? I go to Bishop Hart. What should I do? I go to Apostle Rayleigh. What should I do? And I listen. I take those things away. I bring them to my office. And I obey them. And then I come to church. And I do them. And people leave and get mad at me. And I'm the abuser. Order in the courts. We got to stop listening to the principalities in the air and start standing with Jesus. So I'm asking you a question. It's a serious question. And please do not stand and, and, and lie. Don't lie. Please do not lie. Look at your neighbor and say, please don't lie. Look at your other neighbor and say, please don't lie. Look at the person behind you and say, do not lie. I'm going to ask this once. And don't, don't stand if you, if you don't mean it. I'd rather you be honest. If you say, Pastor, we are going to pledge an allegiance to this house, this ministry, and you as my pastor. I want you to stand to your feet. Don't do it if you don't mean it. Please don't do it if you don't mean it. Amen. Now, now for me personally, I, I want you guys to know, I'm going to preach what God gives me. I, 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 I have to. I have to. I have to be obedient to God over everything. Over the fear of running new people off. Over the fear of you leaving. I have to do what God tells me to do, period. Let, let them leave, too. I mean, let, let, let them go. Let, we have to, you have to let, listen, I got to let people go. But I'm going to be right here preaching Jesus. Come hell or how I'll be right here preaching Jesus. You say, Pastor, I'm going to stand with you. And I'm going to run with you. And I'll be on the same page with you. Here's the next question for you. You can't live in the realm of offense. That will frustrate the mess out of this anointing in this church. If you always offended, always pouting, always trying to get people's attention with your quietness, you can't, it's not going to work here. Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. Father, we come before you tonight. And Lord, we ask that you help us to repent. God, help us to bring order in the courts of all principalities in our world. Help us to stop blaming the world for what we're not doing. God, raise up your church in this last hour to stand with strength. Set us free from the offended spirit in our culture, God. And 
help us stand with strength. God, we pray that you make the hard places easy. The rough places smooth. God, put a mantle on our church in this next season that's going to be baptized in the fire. Baptize us in the fire. Stir our church for holiness and purity. Stir our church to seek the kingdom of God first and nothing else. God, forgive us for playing church with you instead of being it, God. Stir us, Father. Awaken us. Let us have the testimony that they had at Jason's house, that them who have turned the world upside down have come here too. Let us have the testimony of Elijah, oh, you troubler of Israel. God, baptize us in your fire. Put a prophetic mandate on our church. God, put an apostolic authority in our church. Get the fluff out of here, God. I'm so tired of fluff. Get it out of here, God. Raise up the standard, God. Help us to come up to what you've set. Help us to win the lost. Help us to live repentant first, though, so we can do it, God. Stir this room like never before. Minister life in this church. Deal with the petty and offensive culture in the heart of the church and rip it out, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray.